Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. In the spirit of reconciliation, the entire team at Curious Freedom acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connection to land, waters and community. We acknowledge that sovereignty was never ceded. It always was and always will be Aboriginal land. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders people listening today. I would like to acknowledge in particular the Darug people who are the original custodians on the land on which I record this podcast. Thank you for showing us what curious freedom can look like. Hello and welcome to the Curious Freedom Podcast with me, Kirsty Fruja and friends. And today it's just me and my bestie, me. <laughs> so I am talking today about getting curious as to whether or not decluttering can be seen as self-care. So I'm here to challenge some thoughts today and get you curious. So I came across a quote a couple of weeks ago. I think I've seen it before, but I, it came up again for me. And it is from Brianna West. And it says, true self-care is not salt baths and chocolate cake. It's making the choice to build a life you don't need to escape from. And I love that. So I want to get you thinking about making that choice to build a life that you don't need to escape from. And another idea of self-care I found was that self-care is all about taking conscious steps to improve your mental, emotional, and physical well-being. It's not about spa days and bubble baths. It's about cultivating habits that promote self-love and resilience. And I like that quote as well. So... I'm curious as to self-care after chatting to Brooke McCallery last week on the podcast and what that can look like for you. And it absolutely can look like morning pages like she spoke about and journaling. And it can look like 
going for walks, listening to interesting podcasts that improve your life. (laughs) That's what I do. (laughs) Just so happens that I also produce a podcast. Yeah. So I also was thinking about decluttering and organizing and cleaning. And we have a whole episode called, is it cleaning, tidying or decluttering? But it was from 2020. And so I thought I would just talk about that a little bit again today and then talk about reframing the cleaning, tidying and decluttering as a way of self-care. And so easy to go into, why do I have to do this? Like to have like a mini tantrum as an adult, like this is Groundhog Day. Why do I have to do it all the time? This is pointless. It's so annoying. Why can't other people like live with clean up after themselves? Why can't anybody else help me? And I absolutely think that we can encourage and support other people in our homes to do exactly that. This is not about taking on all of the mental load yourself because that is never what I'm going to preach to you or tell you or encourage you to do. I absolutely want to encourage you to teach your children, to have conversations with your children, with your partner, with other people, housemates, whoever you live with, about sharing the mental load around cleaning and tidying and decluttering and I definitely want you guys to have a conversation in your families about the vision that you want to have for your life and the values that you hold and how they can align with one another and how they can align with your daily habits and your daily practices and your weekly practices. So this is absolutely not that you need to carry the burden yourself. And it is also a conversation, hopefully with you, hopefully it feels like a conversation because I definitely want you to come back and talk to me about this. I definitely want to hear your thoughts and ideas around decluttering as self-care. So come on over to my Facebook page and my Facebook group. It's called Curious Freedom Community and the link is in the show notes and on my website, on the show notes on my website as well. So come in and have a conversation with me around decluttering as self-care. Let's get into it and what I'm actually talking about. So as I mentioned, there's an episode called, is it cleaning, tidying or decluttering? So let's talk about those three aspects because I've been having lots of conversations in the last couple of weeks with people who are really frustrated that they're not getting to the decluttering because they're always just tidying or cleaning or they're not even getting to them. And there's you know, this is a shame-free podcast. So I absolutely, you might be going through a season. Things might be challenging for you in so many different ways that cleaning and tidying and decluttering just isn't on your radar. And if you're not in that season and it is, let me chat to you a little bit about the differences between the three. So I see cleaning as the physical cleaning of the house, uh, cleaning the bathrooms, cleaning the floors, cleaning the kitchen, cleaning the clothes, cleaning the outside of the house, cleaning the cars. It's the actual cleaning. (laughs) And then we have tidying up, which facilitates the cleaning because tidying up is putting things away. It can also be creating the homes for you to put things away in. It's not just (laughs) picking up a pile of stuff and shoving it in a cupboard. 
although it can be, <laughs> or, or shoving it in a basket. If you've got people coming around for lunch or dinner, then tidying up can absolutely look like <laughs> swipe or don't swipe, grabbing a laundry basket, swiping everything from the kitchen bench or the dining room table or the coffee table or couches into laundry baskets and shoving them in a cupboard <laughs> in a room that nobody's likely to go into. So that can be tidying. And tidying can also look like putting things away in the homes that you've already designated for them or that you're going to create for them. So it could be putting papers in a study or in an in-tray in your command center, or it can be putting hoodies away. It could be putting the shoes back in the shoe rack or in the wardrobes. It can be putting school bags where they belong in bedrooms or in a designated area in your home. It could be like putting your handbag away. It could be putting the groceries away. It could be putting books away. It's the tidying up. And that absolutely helps you to clean the house because then you've got the clean kitchen bench. You've got the clear floors that you can vacuum and mop and sweep. It means that you can dust much easier. It facilitates the cleaning and the tidying also facilitates the decluttering. So the decluttering can be done simultaneously when you're tidying. You can come across something that you go, oh, nope, don't, that is rubbish that needs to go in the bin. Or actually, it's broken, it needs to go in the bin. Or it could be actually, we don't need that anymore. Those clothes are too small for us, those shoes are too small. And it could be that when you go to tidy, you could get stuck on a side quest. Has that ever happened to you? I'm pretty sure it happens to most of us. When we go to tidy, we get the woody that the kid has left on the couch because they've gone to school and they didn't listen to you to put it away before they went to school. So you go to put the udi away. And for those of you who don't know what a udi is, it's a big, warm hug. Look it up, double O-D-I-E. <laughs> it's a big jumper or a sweater that is more like a blanket. Anyway, another side quest there, Kirsty. So side quest is going to put the udi away and realizing that the child hasn't made their bed and you decide that you're going to make it. It could be walking into that room and realizing that there's laundry that needs to be put away or laundry that needs to go in the laundry. It could be that you're putting something in the spare room and you realize that you find that basket that you cleaned up when people over on the weekend and you're like, oh, okay, I've got time now to put everything away. And decluttering can happen as you're tidying or it can be an exercise in and of itself. You can be putting things away and tidying up and realize that actually what you need is to declutter. You can't put all your clothes away because there's too much clothes in your drawers or in your cupboards that you can't even put these clothes away. And so that's how I define the three, cleaning, tidying, and decluttering. And they all feed into each other and you can procrastinate or feel blocked in any three of them because you could be like, well, I can't clean because I can't tidy and I can't tidy because I need to declutter first. So I want you to 
just sit and think about whether or not you are actually self-sabotaging yourself and stopping yourself from moving on any of these areas because you think one needs to be done before the other. You know, I've been into so many homes where they have a cleaner and the cleaner comes, but they haven't tidied up first. And so the cleaner just cleans around things or the cleaner comes in and picks everything up and then does the cleaning, but the picking up then gets shoved in a basket and put away out of sight, out of mind. And so are you stopping yourself? Are you going, well, there's no point tidying up because I've got to declutter first, or there's no point decluttering because I've got to tidy first. So I just want to challenge you to really think about whether or not you're stopping yourself in any of these areas because you think it needs to be done in a certain order or it needs to be done in a certain way because it absolutely doesn't. Some people would say there's ideal ways of doing all of that. There's two ways that we encourage people when we're coming into their home physically coming into their home. One, we say don't tidy up at all because we want to see you in your natural habitat and we want to see how things are working for you, if habits are in place or if they're not in place and we can work on those habits as we go, as we do the decluttering and organizing for you. And that's one way and that's, you know, often our preferred way. And We also love knowing just how much you have of a certain item that we're going to declutter because often, (laughs) let's take the wardrobe. I know I've used this example hundreds of times. We go into a wardrobe and we are decluttering it and people go, oh no, I need five leggings. I wear leggings every day of the week. You know, this is, I'm working from home. That's what I wear. And we're like, okay, cool. Well, there's only five leggings here, so that's fine. We don't need to declutter any leggings. What they forget is that often there's another five pairs in the laundry. Also, another five pairs sitting in a basket of washing that hasn't been put away that is in the spare room that we don't even see when we're working in the wardrobe. And so often what we'll say is, is this everything that you have of this particular thing that we're decluttering. So are these all the leggings that you own? Because that's when we can discover, no, there's actually another 10 pairs around the house. So that's why tidying up can often help and why we often can do a bit of tidying as we're decluttering because we're like, okay, no, let's bring all the laundry, like all of the clean clothes in here and let's put them away before we start decluttering the wardrobe. And also let's go and have a look in the laundry and out on the line just to see how much is in there. Because sometimes we'll go in and there'll be like a week's worth of washing in the laundry. And so that gives us a good indication that actually you've already gone through a week's worth of washing. And so probably lots in your wardrobe is the stuff that you haven't used and you're not using. So All that to say that tidying can be really helpful and is really helpful when you're going to declutter because then you don't justify to yourself, oh no, I've only got two pairs of scissors, that's fine, we can keep both of them, when actually there's another 10 pairs scattered around the house. And also on that, that's why tidying is really helpful because then you're putting things back in its place and you don't have to go and buy another two pairs of scissors because you can't find any scissors in your home. 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. onto the decluttering of self-care. So I really see that this whole aspect, you can flip the script to make it about self-care. And that's not to diminish other forms of self-care. Not at all. We need as much self-care as we can fit into our regular routine. It is about like flipping the script to say that in our internal monologue to ourselves, instead of going, this is frustrating, we can say to ourselves, actually, this is a form of self-care. I'm looking after myself by tidying up, by organizing well, by decluttering and by cleaning the home. That is a form of self-care. And the reason it's a form of self-care is because we are calming our nervous system. You know, I've spoken to a few people over the last couple of months about this. There's Jonathan Moore's episode on stress and then Trisha's episode on trauma and stuff. So physically, our bodies respond to the clutter and the mess and the chaos in our house, whether we recognize it or not. You know, our bodies are producing cortisol to combat. Like it is so phenomenal how our bodies work to protect ourselves and to be on alert for danger, even if it's not real danger. (laughs) So tidying up can absolutely help our physical bodies to be in a calmer state and we're looking after our nervous system in that way. I think we're also just looking after the physical aspect of our daily lives, just like we're having showers and brushing our teeth and feeding ourselves. Physically doing work within our homes can help our bodies process things. And we are just caring for our physical bodies because, as I said, we're not on high alert because of the things that our body and our brain is perceiving as threats. I'll link to both those episodes in the show notes so you can listen to them if you haven't already. I also think that self-care can look like dealing with things that we're resistant to. A good friend of mine, Sherry, who was also on the podcast, was encouraging me that the things that we resist, there's a reason why we're resisting them. And if we push through that resistance, we can actually find life differently. So I want to encourage you today that if you're actually resistant to all of this is to dig into that and figure out why it is that we're resistant and push through and challenge yourself and see if actually there's life on the other side and there's freedom on the other side. What would it feel like in your body and in your mind to walk into a home that is tidy or can be tidied in like 15 minutes 
that is decluttered and that is easy to clean. How would that feel? And what is your resistance to making that happen? And is that resistance your own mindset? And can we flip that script? Can we actually be viewing the tidying up, the cleaning, the organizing, and the decluttering? Can we be viewing that as actually I'm looking after myself? And so emotionally, I think that we, by processing some of these thoughts and working through some of the things that are challenging us, that is self-care. We're learning more about ourselves by going through the process and we're also potentially uncovering some dodgy stories that we've been telling ourselves. And I think that it's also, you know, if we're moving into the sentimental items and sentimental things that we've been holding on to and not wanting to process, that that's also can be viewed as self-care. You're actually processing things and working through the issues and then letting items go or giving them honor. So have a listen to our episode on sentimental items too. That can be really helpful. And then I just think that self-care is about cultivating habits and cultivating habits and building that life that we don't need to escape from is a lot in our head. (laughs) It's a lot about mental clarity. Whether you know it and acknowledge it or not, I'm pretty sure that the tidying and the decluttering is on your to-do list. Whether it's on your to-do list daily, and I'm not meaning like a written down to-do list, I'm meaning your mental to-do list, like the things that you know that you would like to get to someday, one day, today, that by closing off some of those tabs, and even if it's groundhog-ish, like the tidying every night when we get home from work and from pickups and all of everything that we're doing, or if it's like tidying up over the weekend and cleaning on the weekend, or having that mental tab that actually, yeah, I know I actually need to get to the decluttering. I just want to encourage you that by actually doing that stuff, you are ticking it off from your mental to-do list and your subconscious to-do list, even if you have to do it all again tomorrow. Like, can we reframe this to this is part of my self-care? This is how I look after future me and this is how I'm looking after current me because then future me doesn't have to look after it. Like if I actually get in and do the decluttering, then it may not need to be done for another six months. I can be intentional about what I bring into the home and I'm letting go of things as soon as I know that they need to move on from my life. And so it's not like a huge mammoth task that you have to do every six months. It's a habit and a practice that you get into that you let go of things quickly, that you are intentional about what comes into your home so that it's easy to tidy up. It's easy to know when something is no longer serving you and it's easier to clean. I also think that it can weigh heavy on our time. Like we can be consumed with thoughts of it, when we could be doing things that we actually love doing. I often speak to people about how they don't want to spend their whole weekend tidying. They actually want to be getting out and spending time with loved ones. So can you implement and cultivate some daily habits 
that can set you up for success in this area. Can we reframe the idea that tidying up and decluttering and organizing and cleaning all of that is instead of a chore, it's self-care. And that doesn't mean that it's not annoying. It doesn't mean that I know that going for a walk daily is good for me. It doesn't mean that I don't huff and puff to get out the door like I'm frustrated that I I wish I didn't need to do this. I wish that I could just take a magic pill and I would be fit and healthy for life. Like, yes, I want that too. I want that for you as well. I wish that I could wiggle my nose like Samantha from I Dream a Dreamy. I wish I had a magic wand and I could make your home tidy all the time and that as soon as somebody put something down, it magically went to its home and you could magically find everything in your home. And anytime something no longer served you, it magically left your home. I wish that for you and I wish that for me. And yet here we are. So I think it can be really helpful to reframe this and to be thinking of all of these tasks as actually caring for yourself. Yes, you're caring for your home and you're caring for other people who live in your home, but you're actually caring for yourself as well in doing these tasks and cultivating habits. So that's my thoughts for this week. As I said, I would love for you to come over and tell me if you strongly agree if you kind of agree if you vehemently disagree with me come over and tell me in my facebook community it's where i hang out and where i'd love to hang out with you and have these conversations so come over as i said it's curious freedom community on facebook the link is in the show notes on your podcast app or over on my website so Until next week, I hope you have a lovely, lovely week and I can't wait to be back in your ears again next week. See you later. Enjoy your self-care this week. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.